Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour, bonjour tout le monde. Hello, hello everybody. It's a gorgeous week here in LA and which in a way makes it a little harder with the confinement rules. Um, but I feel most blessed to be living here surrounded by so much um, beautiful nature. And speaking of nature, yesterday was Earth Day and I took some time with my kids to plant seeds in our yards and to talk about all the things that we can be grateful for in this time. And I would say especially in, in time like this where now the air has cleaned up a bit since airplanes and cars are on pause and where the shelves in the supermarkets, even though they might like toilet, lack toilet paper and pasta, they are filled with wonderful seasonal fruits and fresh vegetables. And I think this is really a time to be grateful and to try and fuel our bodies well with vitamins and good food. Just, you know, food is really what um, fuels us from within and what um, helps strengthen our health. And don't we need a strong health right now, right? Uh, trying not to get sick with the virus and other things. So I think um, doing all that we can to favor our health and boost our immune system from within is really, really important. Um, as some of you might already know, I'm, uh, in my life coaching practice, my main focus is to help women um, and men occasionally focus, uh, lose rather their excess weight for good. Uh, my program is not another diet. Don't forget that I'm originally French and um, very much a foodie. So it's just a very complete program that addresses all of the issues in your life that might drive um, you to overeat. And to combine that with unique tools and a very strong nutritional guidance to help you not only lose the weight the right way for you, but to show you the way to never gain it back. And aside getting my amazing people back to their normal weight, my purpose is also to help them get to the life they dream to live. And I think in this time of change um, in the workplace for a lot of people, I also help them dig to their within their creative brains to help them figure out new ideas to reinvent themselves professionally. And what I've been seeing is that their initial feeling is often about, their, their feeling about starting something new is often uh, fear. The fear of trying something they don't master yet, that they don't even know, you know how, to, how to begin. Um, but mainly the fear of failing at it. The other week, I was listening to a podcast of Brene Brown, 
whom I've been following for a long time and love very much. And in her podcast, Brene talks about FFT, fucking first times, which she also names the more polite version of it, um, TFT, terrible first times. And I just loved it. It resonated so much with me in the work that I do with my clients as I see them stuck in the fear of failing and not moving from the fear of failing, but also even for me, you know, in in my business, yes, I feel super comfortable in my sessions, coaching my clients and helping them to their goals and their results, their amazing results are showing for it. But on the other hand, there are still so many things I'm completely uncomfortable with um, trying in my business, um, things many people do every day, such as Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives and webinars. And when I think even of looking at this podcast exercise that I absolutely love doing, um, despite the not feeling a pro at it, I just love being here with you. I am so grateful for you all. And I really just embrace being still so new at this and failing, having all my small fails, getting better each week. So this brings me to today's topic, the fear of failing and how that is um, slowing us down. So first of all, what is a failure? A failure if we look at the definition, is the omission of expected or required actions to obtain a result. So it's basically a lack of success. You do something and the result you had expected or wanted just didn't happen. The truth is you actually only fail when you give up. A failure also does not mean that you are a failure. It just means you haven't succeeded at that thing yet. There's a quote by Henry Ford that says, failure is only the opportunity to begin again more intelligently. And so failing is really not that bad. And yet we fear it almost more than we fear death. So why do we feel, uh, why do we fear rather, sorry, failing so much? It's not about the fail itself. It's because of all the stories we tell ourselves. Like even a simple thing in school, you take an exam and you don't pass. What does it mean? It factually just means that your grade wasn't high enough for you to pass. But what you make it mean is what creates the fear and all the drama. What you think people will think of you those you know, who will be disappointed in you, those friends who might have passed the same exam and you think won't want to be your friends anymore, and what you think your life is going to become without that victory. And whether it's a test, a new client you have, a presentation you do at work, or your weight on the scale in the morning, it's all about math versus drama. So it's basically all the emotions you associate with the non-success, like panic, anxiety, shame, uh, self-judgment, going into victimization and feeling sorry for yourself. It's all of that. 
But as I told you in my previous episodes, emotions are just vibrations in your body. You can feel them. Feel them. Allow them to be present. You're not going to die. Surely, some emotions will be more unpleasant to feel than others, but they're part of being a human. And allowing these emotions are part of your growth and of your success. So for anything that happens in the world or in your life, I want you to remember that you have the fact and then you have the story that you tell about the fact. The fact about you not passing that test is just that your grades were not high enough. And that really has no direct effect on who you are. But if you think, wow, I didn't pass, I screwed up, my life's a mess, surely that's not going to help you see clearly to evaluate your next step and to either, you know, take that test again or maybe choose a different trajectory. So identifying your thoughts and evaluating whether these thoughts are useful will help you tremendously. I'm not telling you you should feel delighted about not passing that test, but you can choose to think a more neutral thought about it. Like, it's okay, I'll do better next time, which that's going to help you move forward with new and different actions to succeed. I want you to think about your biggest fail. What was your biggest fail? What biggest fail can you remember that you'd like to move forward from? I'm going to give you one of mine. 11 years ago, when I was pregnant with my first child, I was determined to give birth very naturally. No epidural, nothing. And of course, I'm not going to go into details, but Long story short, after a good 15 hours of painful labor, my OBGYN decided that it was time to seriously consider a C-section since my water had broke and, you know, waiting in the birth canal could become unsafe for the baby. So off off for the C-section. All went well for both my beautiful Alexander and for myself. Was I disappointed though? Yes, big time. But why? I mean, I had delivered successfully a beautiful, super healthy baby. I was out of the hospital in no time. After all, I could have thought, well, you know, I did a great job. And that would have led me to feeling proud of myself. But instead, it was a story I was telling myself that was keeping me a little stuck. I was thinking, what will other women think of me? Or what will my husband think of my not being able to give birth naturally. Is he going to think less of me? Maybe they're going to think, after all, after, I mean, all that big talk about her easy pregnancy and all, I mean, really, she couldn't deliver naturally. So imagine, like, the combination of these thoughts with all the postpartum hormones in my body at the time. I was a mess. Had I failed? Looking back now, no. Not at all. Was my husband even thinking any less of me or my incredible accomplishment and our beautiful baby boy? No. Oh my God, definitely not. So were my thoughts useful and helpful for my recovery and my mental health? Absolutely not. So what I recommend is to really think useful thoughts on purpose, to go after your dreams and not to fear the fail. 
Brene Brown, as I mentioned earlier, talks of FFT, right? Um, fucking first times or TFT, um, terrible first times. And it's true. We don't learn riding a bike in a day. Babies don't learn to walk overnight. Yet they don't stop. They don't sit on the floor thinking, oh, this is too hard. I'm just going to sit for the rest of my life. No, they get up again. They keep going. History shows us that all the great inventors had thousands of fails before their inventions became, you know, solid enough to make a difference. So surely we would all love for things to be easy. But remember, we grow from tough times. We don't grow from easy times. So most people want to avoid failing because they are avoiding a feeling. But how we choose to think about our fail will determine how we feel and how much we grow or don't grow. The way to meet your expectations is to practice meeting them. Make lots of mistakes and learn what doesn't work. What if you decided to have your own back ahead of time when you fail? Whether it's weight loss or whether it's starting a new business in a time of crisis even. What if you decided ahead of time that if and when you fail, you will not beat yourself up over it and you will not quit? One of Thomas Edison's most famous quote is, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that won't work. I am not discouraged because every wrong attempt discarded is another step forward. And I could not agree more. And if you adopt this same attitude, you will overcome your feelings of failure and you will be able to see your dreams and your desires come to fruition no matter what your dreams are. So I want you to really see the power of failure and that you truly only fail when you give up. When you keep trying until you have found the answer or the solution, you are successful. So yes, maybe you will fail, but you will still be you and you have your brain and you have your life coach or you have your friends and your family to help you overcome it and find the solutions. Failing helps you build confidence and strength. Through the act of trying and failing, we become confident in our ability to fail well and to recover and to fail again. What if you had a minimum of five fails a month? What if that was required as proof that you are putting yourselves out there in a big way? no matter the challenges we're facing, even in this current crisis, five fails a month. I have the utmost respect right now for my kids' teachers who are learning to teach the kids in different ways, learning to keep the kids interested remotely via Zoom or whatever portal they use, learning to still show up as the amazing, trustworthy role model figures that they have always been for the kids. And I think that's really challenging. And I think they sometimes feel like they're failing, but do they stop? 
Do they give up on the kids? No. And my clients who are, you know, newly navigating with my tools to help lose their weight and not gain the weight back ever again, when in the process, suddenly the weight doesn't drop as fast as it started initially. And when they got maybe laid off that same day, like it happened to a client of mine the other day, and the scale doesn't show the number they were hoping for, and they make it all about themselves and about their failures, and they run to the fridge at 11 p.m. at night, every night that week, to compensate for their fear and their anxiety, they want to stop. And they think, what's the point? I'll never lose the weight. I'll never make it. I have no jobs and all the drama goes on. But they don't stop. I don't let them. They mark the fails. We mark the fails together and they learn from their fails and they keep going to be the greater version of themselves. Do you know what I like to call success? Success is a mountain of fails. So, Go fail, my friends. Be all in on failure. You have my permission. So thank you so much. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to it and rate it with five stars to make it easier for other people to find it. And if you want to lose your weight for the last time, go to my website at carolthelifecoach.com and book your free session with me. The work is mind-blowing. I cannot wait to coach you. Have a beautiful week. Email me your fails and be well. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash carolthelifecoach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time. Thank you.